All right, we are live. It's uh, LeVac and Gaz. It is a Tech East Tuesday, the first Tech East Tuesday of 2022, um, but not not live at Tech East Fire Water Restoration. We're best way back to normal um, because somebody didn't feel good and didn't feel right trying to infect the other person, which tells you it's me who is being responsible because Gaz is okay with infecting me at any time. Uh, but I, 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 my negativity uh, shown through again, though, I am negative. I don't have COVID. I don't have the Ronas, but I just like head cold, headache, you know, stuff. And I just figured it was probably better not be with you. You know, you want to see how long this can last. If I had known about this for years is your thought process. We could have done the show like this for years. <laughs> this technology was out here. Never would have had to talk to gods. Remember, they wanted us to do this in the beginning of Ronas, but like they didn't realize they didn't have the technology to do it. So, like, if if in the very beginning of the world stopping for Rona the first time, they wanted Gaz and I to just kind of like, all right, just leave the board on and then dial in and do the show. And then you can, and LeVac, you can run it remotely. And I was like, there's a lot of things right about what you're saying, but what happens when the power goes out? What happens if something goes wrong? What what happens if, if there's like too many what happens if? And like, oh, well, we'll get a board op. And I was like, wait a minute. So my prima donna ass and Gaza's prima donna ass are too valuable to 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 walk out in the world of Rona, but some minimum wage kid is gonna we're gonna stuff him in. It's like nah, I will just go in. We'll just go in. We'll do it. We'll just do it. We'll be fine. And here we are, you know, uh, the the sixty third different kind of Rona is out there, um, and I've been tested a handful of times. So unless I've had it and just didn't have any symptoms because I didn't do the antibody test this time. I still, knock on wood, haven't had it. I thought for sure this time I had it. I had a headache, sore throat, I was achy. And then I realized, oh, you haven't been sick in like a year and a half. You don't know what that feels like anymore. You're just sick, jackass. And and here we are. So here we are. I'm like Odell Beckham Jr. I've decided I'm not going to get it. Well, there you go. I mean, that's, listen. Science. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's crazy because, like, I have... I have a group of friends who are all like very similar. They're all like the same age, similar physicality, similar blah, 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 you know, health wise. And one just had it and he said he had the sniffles. Another one had it and he had double pneumonia. So it's like, like you're at this point, you're either going to get it or you're not going to get it. And that's all there is to it as far as I'm concerned. So, and, and you know, coming from a guy who had to pick his own nose this morning uh, with a giant Q-tip, which apparently is the only way to pick your nose. I got so much out. And now I feel so disgusting for all those poor nurses who have had to pick my nose. Um, and I wondered why none of them ever called me. Uh, now I know. Now I know. There's slime <laughs> monsters in your nose. No matter what you do, they're in there. So, so yeah. So, we're so Techies Tuesday, even though it's not like a typical Techies Tuesday. And at any time, I'm just going to walk out of here. Because any day is a half day if you're just willing to leave. That's a quote <laughs> Antonio from Antonio Brown. Brown. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You, just you do it, missed- Michael Jordan, right? Nike, the great, uh, I got an Ali poster behind me. It's got a bunch of his quotes. And now that one for Antonio Brown. Well, it's a, yeah, it's a, a, you know, I just, I love, I love the train wreck that is AB. And I love the people that are willing to die on the hill that were all mean to him. And I wanted this time to work for him, you know, partially for you. You know, you're a big Buccaneers fan. I, I knew that he was never coming to the Raiders again, and I don't ever want him on the Raiders again. That that train wreck was terrible, but he wasn't medicated properly at that time. 
<clears throat> I thought for sure this was the time. He respects Brady. He clearly listens to Arians on some level, or at least did. And then this thing happens at the Jets. Weren't we at? We were at Jets Chiefs. Was it two, three years ago? When yes. was it? Marcus Peters flipped out and thought he got kicked out of the game and like threw his shoe into the stand or whatever. Like, like we. What is it with Matt? I'm sorry, Jet Life, because this doesn't happen to the Giants. What is it with Jet Life that if you are if you are on the if you're on the if you're catering if you're on the brink, you're going over. Well, fact, I'll take it even one step further. We're at that Marcus Peters game. I my first Bills game I was ever at. I was at Bills Chargers. I think this is 2018, the home opener for the Bills that year. And I'm watching the Antonio Brown play happen. I think, wow, I've never seen anything like this happen in my life as a football fan. Thank you. No, no, no. I'm wrong. I was at the game where Vontae Davis quit and retired at halftime, where he just left and said, no, 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 I'm retired. I'm just, what do you mean retired? I'm just done. Packed up his stuff, quit the team, retired and walked. I was at that game. So well, not only have I speaks, seen it. Yeah, right. But that speaks to how crazy A.B. is. Because here's a guy who did something we never thought anybody else would do. A.B. went, oh, you quietly left during the half? I'm walking out in the middle of the game. I'm taking my clothes off. <laughs> I'm getting crazy. Like I, all the jokes of like the Jets didn't notice because that's what their fans do is leave angrily in the half every every game. I was okay, fine, but that like the Jets played a hell of a game. That that might have been the best Jets game in a in in a in a tight loss, poorly managed, whatever you want to say, to the Buccaneers that I've seen in forever. Excuse me for that burp. I didn't think it was gonna be as loud as it was. Um, but it was it was it, like it's crazy. Michael Carter looks like a legit running back. Braxton Berrios was a playmaker in that game. Zach Wilson, with the exception of, you know, calling his own number at the wrong time. And, and you know, I love big, big game Bob Sala coming to his defense and saying we didn't, we didn't make it clear to him not to do that. Like, there's a million things that game should be known for, but all it's going to be known for is, is uh, Camo agrees, is that AB snap. No, seriously, dog. I'm, I'm, t- I'm not having a conversation. He wants to talk about the Browns. Yeah, you know, I watched every single play of that Buccaneers-Jets game. My cousins are both huge Jets fans. We made it a big deal. We're going to watch the game together. And they, like you said, the Jets played great. They looked like a different team for the Jets. And it came down to one play. And they decided, we're not going to kick the field goal. We're going to give Tom Brady (laughs) the ball down by less than a touchdown with no timeouts and two minutes to go. Even without Antonio Brown, with Chris Godwin, didn't matter. Brady goes down the field, wins the game. Classic Tom Brady and everything else. Uh, if you're watching, I don't have our, a pro- do you have a problem what? with the call going forward and forth? I don't have a problem with it because I think you're going to lose anyway, right? I think I don't love the play call going forward no. on fourth right. versus the play call. Yeah, are two different things because Braxton Berrios was having a great game. You could have found a way to get him the football, uh, even though there's huge dudes up front for the Bucks on that defensive line. He didn't have to run right at the two biggest ones. Might have wanted to just. <laughs> And the, the play, was, and by the way, Zach Wilson's not Ben Roethlisberger. Like Zach Wilson is not Cam Newton. He's not a huge guy where maybe his body would have been able to bull himself over for two yards. The play call was bad. The decision was fine. If they kicked the field goal and Brady went down and they tied, they went to overtime. You shrug your shoulders on that too, but bad play call. Do you realize though, if, if they did pull that off, they're they would have beat the Bengals, the Titans, and the Buccaneers this year. Like <laughs> what the. Yeah, I mean, like you, they beat the Bengals and the Titans this year. They beat the Jags, but like this would have been their fourth home win, and it would have been three, you know, playoff, maybe championship caliber teams. 
if you're a Jets fan, as much as you can sit here and be ticked off that they didn't kick or that they haven't, you know, maybe you haven't seen enough from, from Wilson or, you know, is Mekhi Becton going to eat less and play more? Like, you got to kind of look at this year and go, hell, I'd rather be green than blue right now. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather be the Jets than the Giants at this moment. The future is far more exciting for the Jets and the Giants because of those things you said. Young impact players, you have an idea of where the direction of the team might go. You've got a bunch of picks from the Jamal Adams trade. You've got some good things. Yeah, for the Giants, uh, I don't even want to do it anymore. Like, how many weeks in a row do I have to say it's embarrassing and hard to watch? Uh, haven't I piled on enough for the Giants in Halloween? Oh. Like, that's it. It's just terrible. It's, there's, there's, they might be the worst team in football because of where they were and where they are. Like, Jacksonville, Houston, those are the worst teams. But, like, at least I look at those teams and I go, well, you know, you do have Trevor Lawrence, maybe whoever the coach is, maybe you'll get it right this time. Houston, uh, Mills looks like he might almost be salvageable. I don't even know. I don't know if he's going to be like a like a franchise quarterback, but could he be that that gateway, that bridge quarterback that everybody likes to find? Maybe. I don't know what Daniel Jones is because he never gets to play. I know, I know Gettleman's got to go. I know everybody's calling for Judge right now. And it's just even like the bad, the bad times, the way Judge handles the bad times this year compared to the way big game Bob Sala has, the Jets look they look brighter. They look like they got a brighter future. Uh, Ryan McCarthy does not agree with you. It looks like here on our YouTube side. The loss in the Jets was the fact they ran for 150 yards on third-ranked rushing defense in the league. Uh, I don't know. I think they lost. I thought the Jets, the Jets put themselves in position to win that game. You know, like right. they lost because they're not as good as the Bucks. I know that's a very weak answer, Ryan. You probably don't like it, but it's like that's right. what I felt watching that game. They just, they just didn't have the talent they had, and they put themselves in every position to do it except the fourth down call. Well, and not to like, like let's let's be real. Like Zach Wilson had success with QB sneaks in the past, it was a dumb play, but he's a rookie, he's a rookie, and you know, Salah kind of took the hit. He's like, dude, we did not make it clear to him. Do not get out. It has to – I don't care what you see. Even though we've taught you to read the defense, Varios gets the ball. I mean, Salah said it. And I I love it. Is it real? Like, did Salah secretly want to choke Zach Wilson on the sideline? Like, maybe. But you got a rookie head coach. you got a rookie QB. They're going to war together. He's saying, like, he's, he's charmingly disarming us from being annoyed at the quarterback. The, tell me one person who honestly believed the Jets were going to win that game. Tell me one person that thought the Jets would cover in that game. I thought about it for a heartbeat. I didn't have the stones for it. So if you're a Jets fan, pump, as, as our buddy Travis said, pump the brakes, relax. Everything, you, you're all gas, no brakes. You're on your way. All gas, no brakes. I agree right. with both. They right. played their best game of the season. Oh, all right. All right. Well, you know what? I like it better when you agree with us, Ryan. I say that. Yeah. I mean, I I I like it better when I pretend I don't know who Ryan is. Um, but, do you want to go know, back? Hey. Do you want to go back to your theory for the podcast audience, the non-traditional media audience? There are some people, Levesque, who have maybe never heard your theory, and I have mocked you. You could rank this number one oh. on the things that I've <laughs> mocked you the most about your takes. I've called you a fool. Uh, you need your head examined. I guess pun intended on that one here. For those who have not heard your take about Antonio Brown and why you think he's, um, let's say, lost common sense, would be the nice way I phrase that. Nutty. Re- reset that take for us because I think you have more supporters than I've ever realized on this. Well, he's nuttier than squirrel turds. I think is what we're going with, and I know that's not appropriate to say in the you know woke culture. Um, I listen. He was such a great player 
for so long. And when you look at the timetable of Vontez Perfect attempting to decapitate him coming across the middle and how quickly he just kind of goes into that spiral afterwards, it's not it's not hard to kind of piece it together and go, huh, I wonder if head trauma, CTE, is is the real problem here. And I think if you look at his history, like Antonio Brown's always had some form of, you know, uh, imbalance, I guess probably the nicest way to put it. But if you take that together with now head trauma, CTE, which we know is, is extremely dangerous, extremely changing, like, you know, makes guys aggressive, makes them all these things. It kind of looks like maybe the straw that broke the camel's back was the hit that broke his brain. So I, I, I don't, I'm glad that you finally realized I'm always right. And, uh, and here we are, AB, you know, is, you know, he's, he's, he's worse because of what happened. If you agree with Levac's comment, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, leave a comment. I know you got a bunch of comments on yours, Levac, about some stuff people want to talk about today too. I will just respond with this and say, uh, each day I feel less and less confident that my mocking of you might have been the right way to handle that because <laughs> so many people bring it back up again. Look, scientifically, we'd have to find a way to prove that's the case. But I think what I get more frustrated with Antonio Brown is that he quit my team, the Bucks. He quit mm-hmm. your team, the Raiders. And I go mm-hmm. to social media. There was a time 20 years ago, like when even like T.O., when, like when T.O. was in the yeah. Eagles, people ripped T.O., and rightfully so, Terrell Owens, because of what he was doing and how he's – destroying the team and acting like a prima donna, all that stuff. And he got roasted nationally for how he acted. What's right. happened in 2022 is that nobody wants to take the like the uh, mental health and injuries and CTE. I fear that some athletes use that as a shield. Like, no, 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 I'm not a horrible person. I've got this. I've got that. And they might. But I just I get frustrated when people try to use a shield for them. Like, you can just be awful. Like, you can just be a horrible <laughs> teammate. You could be well, a diva. I just don't like that they're shielded by some people in the media and fans and everything. Well, that guy's Tech East Tuesday, not at Tech East because uh, I'm a, a responsible and great human being. Um, I, I think it's I think it's interesting, and and this is who knows maybe this is the one that finally gets me canceled. Let's say that CT. Let's just take it CTE, 100 at certain level makes you violent, makes you extra aggressive, changes your capacity to you know, process information to where you become dangerous. I get it. It's not 100% your fault that it's there. But don't we still kind of watch you, hold you accountable, keep an eye on you? I mean, like mental illness is a terrible thing and we're trying to find a way to get through and whatever. But there's guys whose mental illness and, and women, I shouldn't just say guys, but serial killers are primarily white males. Thanks a lot, white guys. Um like, you don't sit there and go, oh, I feel terrible for this guy that ate three people because he's imbalanced. It's like, lock that prick up. Let's go. Like, like, and obviously it's, it's an extreme example, but that's kind of my point. Like, regardless of why someone is violent, aggressive, over the top, you're still looking at the base of it. They're violent, aggressive, they're over the top. They're irrational. They're, they're, a, bad, they're a bad teammate now. Why do you keep signing the guy? Oh, because he can, he can catch touchdowns. That's, that's why. But like, I think if you're somebody who signs AB at this point, you get what you pay for. That's it's you can't go. I can't believe he walked out at halftime. You can't say I can't believe he slapped an Uber driver or whatever. Like you can't say you you farted no in the doctor's face. Farted in the doctor's face. Yes. You can't 
farted in the doctor's. You can't be like, I can't believe that happened. He told me it wouldn't. Yeah. It, he told every team it wouldn't happen. It happened. So, like, I think you take it into account. You use it on how you process the rest of the information. But the bottom line is, dude's not a good teammate. He has lost his ever-loving mind. And sure, I guess I, I, I could feel bad for him on some level. But as a Raiders fan who already went through what you're going through, I, now you can see it's like everybody laughed at the Raiders. Okay, well, tell me, you, you lined up to sign the guy? I know some people still are, which is amazing to me. Like, okay, if I need one route run, I need one big game, sure, rock and roll. Let's give the ball to AB. But if I need somebody who's not going to blow up my locker room, I'm not signing AB. <laughs> who, who is it? Like, Justin Anderson had that report out there today. She's like, I know for a fact teams want Antonio Brown. I'm like, did you not have your TV on Sunday? What happened? Your boy. Ooh. Your boy last night hit us both in attacks. Your boy from Johnstone. Tom McGrath, took- Johnstone Supply and Troy. That's right. Yeah. He said, oh, we're going to sign AB and we're going to win the Super Bowl. Dude, you're getting Derrick Henry back. You got you got AJ Brown. You got you don't you don't need AB. <clears throat> Anybody whose team has not been annihilated by AB wants him back. Wants him because they just see the speed. They see the great routes. They see the whatever. It, it's craziness. What is this dog doing? Dog's crazy. The dog. Is, dog. By the way, speaking of, yeah. I'm sorry. Speaking of uh, um, To, he left the door open on his podcast to come out of retirement and play for the Bucks. Do you want him? No. No, and no, never. No, no, no. Please, no. No. Shout out to Cam. Happy, happy to have us back. Thanks, Cam. Appreciate it. Look at Instant Cam going with the like. I started calling him Instant Cam because he's always on Instagram. Now he's even made himself a logo. Look at him, little go getter. Look at that. Brain (laughs) at its finest, Cam. I like it. There it is. I get royalties. You start making money on that, Cam. I want some, I want, I want some cheddar. I want a little something this way, too. Don't, Don't you forget about me. Yeah, Cam. You know what, Cam? I saw you got another NFL question for us. I want to get to that in a second. I know LeVac does too, but I also want to tell you about our friends at Mohawk Honda, LeVac. Ooh. 2022 is here. The new rides, the new vehicles, the new inventory, all those great things are happening with our friends at Mohawk Honda. Shout out to Greg Johnson. LeVac, I don't know if I told you this or not. We are going to be there next Thursday, January 13th, 4 to 5 30. Be broadcasting live. <laughs> Put it on your calendar next Thursday, four to five thirty. We'll be out live again, broadcast from Mohawk Honda. Going to find out about all the great selection of vehicles, great people. Your time in 2022 to meet with them. Cam McKenna, Brian McKenna, Lindsey Harrod, and Jotted Service. MJ. We know everybody over there. It's so cool to work with people that you can trust during that car buying experience that you want to recommend. Yes, Levac. Will you promise not to ruin my equipment this time? Uh, I will post that on social media, a victory lap if I don't ruin your equipment. <laughs> what do you think Lindsay's going to show up with this time? Just like a Dude, baseball she bat looks, swinging it around at me. Stay, stay away. She looked so good, though. She actually looked She looked like straight up cat, Catwoman, man. She had this great outfit working. I almost wore the exact same one. It would have been weird. She's the Han Diva. I'm just, I'm just the, you know, fat ass who talks about cars. If you want to see a potential table break like the Dudley boys or potentially equipment be ruined, your day is next Thursday at Mohawk Honda and you can walk away with the new ride. Mohawk Honda where they always go out of their way to please you. Yeah. If you ever do that again, I get to powerbomb you through the table. <laughs> Shades you of Bubba Ray us, and May Young. <laughs> it's putting us both in the hospital because my back will never be the same. I'm, I'm too fat and for this crap, but I'll do it. If I got if I got to be laid up in the hospital, it's be next to you because I powerbombed you through a table at, at Mohawk Honda. That's the way, you know what? If that's the way I go, I think I'm okay with it. Speaking <laughs> of power bombs, complete, 
complete change of subject, and I'll, I'll, we can do the right thing in a minute. I'm sorry that I'm completely schizophrenic. No. I watched a little bit of the wrestling on yeah. Saturday, the, the day one. Um, Liv Morgan, did you see, like, she, she did, like, a springboard Somerset powerbomb on Becky Lynch when she was suspended in the corner. I've never seen anything like it. It should be a finishing move, but there's no way you could set it up. I was like, the fact that this girl's not going to win this match right now, and by the way, one of the ugliest matches I've ever seen. Both of them suck. They're both terrible wrestlers. I'm sorry. I love <laughs> Becky Lynch. love when she has the microphone. Liv Morgan needs work on that, but they are terrible. I'm amazed that Becky Lynch has not hurt more people, including herself, with how bad she is at the wrestling. But um, she she did one of the coolest moves I've ever seen. Her, yeah, like Liv Morgan and Becky Lynch, you know what they are? They're what Zack Ryder or CM Punk were like 10 years ago. Of WWE just looks at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. They're like, wow, a lot of people are talking about these two constantly. <laughs> now, Liv's a little different. Liv likes putting some pictures of herself up that are a little bit parano- you know, risque. Yeah, risque. Mandy Rose is like that too, but good for them. You know what? They're using their platforms yeah. how they can to get noticed. And uh, yeah, that match wasn't great. Not good at all. Brock Lesnar's the champion again, like it's 2011 all over again. What's that whole thing? I wonder what they would have done. I wonder if they would have done if Roman Reigns hadn't had the Ronas. Rona Reigns. I think they would have had those guys go out again at the Rumble. But now it's Bob Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> uh, it is. Uh, is you want to do the rapid recap? You feeling it? Yeah, I'm a little, feeling it. little foosball talk now that we've talked about your boy AB. I love yeah. that they haven't cut him yet, by the way. I love they haven't cut him yet. Why let somebody else sign him? It's got to be a money thing, right? It's got to be like if you're retired, then they don't have to pay him. That's what I'm assuming. I, I think it's partially that. And it's also like there's certain – like once he jumps through a few hoops, if they release him, he can sign somewhere else. So why would I give him to the Rams? You know what I mean? Why would I right. give him to anyone else? Like I'll, I'll just – you know, you you signed a deal. You screwed yourself out of at least a million with all those thresholds that were set for yourself. You had a chance to make um, you know, a couple more catches, a couple more yards, another touchdown. Could have made up to a million dollars more. Uh, guess what? You sit there and you think about what you've done. I will rub your nose in these touchdowns. We both did it. Jake's funny. All right. The uh, not so rapid recap here during a uh, Tech East Tuesday. Uh, first things first, let's talk about the Buffalo Bills. Uh, 29 15 over the Falcons. Don't look now. The Bills can actually run the football. And somebody must have forgot to give old man Matt Ryan. His tapioca pudding because he was feisty. He was putting his finger in people's faces. He was being very rude for that that nasty old man. Matt Ryan got a personal foul. What what would the odds have been at Rivers for a <laughs> Matt Ryan personal foul call? Yeah, Buffalo <laughs> Buffalo was threatened by Atlanta at some point, and then Talon took over, and coaching took over, and better quarterback play, and Josh Allen has another good game. Uh yeah, Buffalo better team, good victory, but they're more. In, Interested in what's going to happen this week and that wild card expanded week, which I'm sure we're going to get to here in a little bit. 233 yards on the ground. 233 yards again. Devin Singletary, 23 carries, 110 yards, two touchdowns. Josh Allen, 15 carries, 81 yards, two touchdowns. Um, not not so stellar in the air, but I mean, if they can run the ball effectively, I don't know anybody who wants to see the Buffalo Bills. I don't know any team that wants to play the Buffalo Bills at that point, but they have to. Do that consistently. By the way, one more win from the Buffalo Bills and Boston Dan has to take me to Yankee Stadium. Aha, take that, Let's Boston go. Dan. Take it. You take it. Hey, um, I don't know if you knew this. Giants are kind of rough. 29-3 to the Bears. Um, I, I, I don't want to use words like, you know, uh, pathetic, inept, tragic, but I could. And they'd all be about the Giants. 
I had the Giants on the second screen on Sunday, and I just kept saying out loud randomly at parts of the game, I was like, the Giants are so bad. The Giants are terrible. The Giants are – like, just could not resist crapping on the Giants for how bad. The whole thing from Mike Lennon to from to oh – like, God. it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. It doesn't matter who the offensive no, line is. No. Saquon Barkley, you blame him, but, like, now you're just trying to find a skate. The whole thing is a mess. Uh, I believe it was the New York Post today who ran a – long article called the Gettleman mess where they just oh. went through everything yeah. for the last four years, like down the I list. I believe he called them the hog follies or something like yes. that. So yeah, the hog saw, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I mean, just he's, it sucks because there's talent, like there is talent, but it doesn't all work together. None of it's healthy. Um, I don't think Joe judge is a bad coach, but I think Joe judge is a terrible public speaker because he lets everyone rile him up and he looks, he makes himself look like he shouldn't have the job. And I still think there's a there's a really good chance that he is that leader that everybody thought he was. But, I mean, just look, you went into that game against a team that if you just played well, their head coach wasn't getting on the – was, was, he was fired. It was over. And you got him a stay of execution. That's how bad you played. The, the Bears – sorry, Don, John Daniel. The Bears are terrible. They're not good. The Bears are not good. But the Giants made them look like an actual NFL football team, which is sad. Very sad. I feel terrible for you guys. We already kind of talked about this one. Jets lose to the Bucks 28-24. Jets played, they played, they played so good that A B snapped, left the field, said, F this, it's a half day. Peace out, Girl Scout. I'm gonna go get in the the, the Uber with uh with Danny Boy Hustle Hard and and call it a call it a week. Bye. You know what? By the way, he's still in New York. He was at the Nets game like last night. So yes. he's still in New York. Sid Courtside, I love how you just pulled up the Danny Boy hustle hard because, like you, I was very fascinated by this Uber driver. I went on his Instagram. I Googled his name. I read his story. Just worked his way. He is a fascinating character, that Uber driver, the celebrity chauffeur and his background and everything else. So He's he's not opportunistic. He's Uber-tunistic. <laughs> huh? Huh? Thank you. It's the can't make the graphic for but that, huh? Even yeah. Even the dog gave me a dirty look. Even Camo the dog just gave me a dirty look. <laughs> Jets he's fans. Like looking over me. He's like, he's like, seriously, someone else adopt me. Anyone else adopt me. <laughs> you would have won that game, Jets fans, if Tom Brady is not the quarterback. Simple as that. If Jameis Winston's yeah. the quarterback or anybody else's quarterback, the Buccaneers over the last 10, 15 years, it's a Jet victory. The difference is the GOAT driving down the field and doing what he does. And Gronk. Gronk was great, too. He's he's kind of good. He might he might have a you know a nice golden jacket in his future. Uh, moving on, the Raiders. How about the Raiders beating the Colts twenty three to twenty? I'd celebrate, but Nate Hobbs did it enough for all of us. So yeah, so there's that. That's a great victory, Levac, over the Colts. That mm-hmm. has completely changed this season. Not Hobbs. I know Hobbs is trying to ruin it. Like it always seems like something good goes well for the Raiders. Try it. Somebody ruins try it. But- You've got them back in playoff contention. Yeah, but all right. So if you beat, so now the the Raiders Chargers game has been moved to the Sunday night game because winning your end. So basically, the the playoffs start this week for the AFC West, right? But what you who? How do you how do you keep coming back from these things? Like the Gruden situation with the emails. I still think probably should have kept his job. I'm a mean person who thinks that, you know, violent acts are worse than words. Um, 
the, I mean, just the whole, I can't even, I can't even talk about the worst thing I've ever seen as you, you know, you're doing 150, 120 when you climb to a car drunk and kill a woman. I can't, all these things. And then this dude still drinks and drives. This guy still drinks and drives still. You, I know, I know you're a rookie and you don't have gajillions of dollars yet. I bet you got 25. Danny boy hustle hard would have come to Vegas and got you. He would have, he would have flown, hang out up on a plane. Like I just, I don't, and I got a feeling he actually gets away with this too, by the way, because his lawyers already kind of shooting holes in, in why he was arrested and everything. But it's just, you can't keep making this poor judgment. And I've had people, um, my friend Michelle reached out, like said, boy, maybe Vegas isn't the right place for the Raiders. I'm like, don't blame Vegas. Nashville's a great party city. Miami's a great party city. Hell, you can get in a lot of trouble in Buffalo, okay? These guys are just being jackasses. I can't help but wonder if Ruggs, and Hobbs and Arnett, if Gruden's still there, do they pull this crap? Like nothing against Masachi. I think he's doing a, 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 a yeoman's work, but that that's not that's not dad. You know, that's not the guy who can come and yell. I wonder if Gruden was dad enough. These guys wouldn't have made these mistakes. But then again, Josh Jacobs made the same mistake last year. I, I don't know. Just something about the way this year just is cascading towards the toilet bowl, and and you know heaven forbid that a fan freaks out but i'm freaking out and you can add mike mayock to that questionable desire you know look good people can make bad mistakes but the thing you just brought up about a teammate having a horrible life-changing incident happen and not having just flat out common sense to be like you know what this is something i should never do to begin with but the impact that it just had on my teammates life it should change how i think about that for the rest of my life the fact that that never clicked is something that needs to be evaluated within that player and organization and everything else. I just want to add one other thing to math-wise. You mentioned the Sunday night football game between the Chargers and Raiders is winning your end, which is true. However, and I'm sure you know this, but some may not, if the Colts are somehow beaten by the Jags, both teams are in the playoffs and the game ends in a tie. Could we see a knee-off between the teams on Sunday night? Remember we had the bomb of a game last year with the Eagles and they're sitting the players for draft picks? Could the NBC big-time game of the night tank again with a knee-off between Chargers and Raiders for the tie? I don't think so. No, no, because especially because how much they hate each other. Like, the Raiders and the Chargers, like, you don't – I don't have to know you. If you show up in a powder blue, we're probably not going to get along. I think Michael Arce, who used to be one of the big guys over at Vent Fitness, maybe my only friend was a Chargers fan. Like, he might be the only dude I know who I'm actually friends with a Chargers. I'm sure some of you are out there, too, but you don't proudly say you're a Chargers fan because no one does. Um, I mean, you know, kind of it's kind of a sad, sad life for you guys. Um, you don't even get to play home games in your own stadium. But, it's, I mean, look, I'm not – stop me when I'm lying. Um, but, like, they just – you can't you can't let the other team in. Like, if you had nothing to play for – like, I thought the Browns against the Steelers, I thought the Browns were going to show up big just to make sure the Steelers were out of it. Let's talk about that coming up. But, like, you can't let that other team get in. Like, if you – whatever you got to do. I'm coming back from IR. Coming back early. <laughs> I'm beating that team and not letting them in. So, no, you, you want to make sure if you can keep the other team out, you're going for it. You're going for it. Um, LeVac Goss, live here, uh, Tech East Tuesday. Ra- Not-so-rapid recap. Uh, Raiders, eh, well, I, I had hope for a minute. And then they took it away. Bengals topped the Chiefs 34 to 31. I don't know if you know this. Joe Burrow's kind of good. I think Joe Burrow's pretty good. He could be okay. He could actually have a career. I mean, 
this was the matchup I hoped it would be. The only thing that would make this better is if this is the AFC Championship game or or like a playoff game that we get to see again. These two teams playing each other is fun. I want to see Mahomes burrow two, three, four, five, six, seven. If I was a young sports fan right now, you are in. I was telling this to my cousin. These guys get too many shout-outs now in this podcast. Third time I've given a reference. They are growing up with Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Josh, this glory era of quarterbacks we just got out of, of Manning and Brady and Breeze and Roethlisberger and Rivers all and, and Manning so the Giant fan doesn't get mad at me. The new era's here. If I was a kid, Joe Burrow would be my guy, along with Lamar Jackson and all the rest of them. But, like, there is something different about Joe Burrow's swag, right? Like, did you see him doing the gat dance in the locker room, hitting <laughs> the fat cigar? Right. The like, cigar's become his thing. The cigar yes. is definitely his thing. I saw a tweet, which I think is a little too harsh. It was Donnie Foxworth, I believe, who just sent it out that said, Joe Burrow is what the Browns wanted Baker Mayfield to be. The number one overall pick who was a Heisman Trophy winner who's got some swag and some arrogance who can run an offense. Now, Baker won a playoff game last year. Baker got Cleveland to the playoffs. Was he as remarkable as Joe Burrow in those games? No. Baker statistically had one of the great rookie seasons of all time in NFL history. We can't take that away from him. So I, don't, I think it's a little too harsh, but the point is that you and I said this on our final show of 2021. I said to you, what would it take for us to believe in Cincinnati as a top team in the AFC, even if they go out and beat Kansas City? And it's about the tradition of the franchise. That's it. Like, if this was a different named team, if this was Baltimore, Pittsburgh, um, Colts, we would say this could be a top contender. But the fact that Cincinnati has not won a playoff game in 30 years <laughs> is the reason I'm going to doubt Cincinnati. I'm rooting for them just like I told you last week. Joe Burrow is amazing. Jamar Chase, an all-time great rookie season. Yes, he can catch a football. Quiet, you people in August. That's what it's about. Though. I want Cincinnati to win because I love the swag and I love the future of that franchise. Jamar Chase greater than Vincent Chase? Not yet. No, okay, all right. <laughs> just check. Just check. He might go on my Mount Rushmore of Chases, though. I'll give him that. I, and how about Burrow playing most of the game without his name on the back because they, like, ripped it off? Like, that's a sign, too. Like, Burrow's doing this while getting slapped around. So, like, he's got to stay healthy through all this. That That's that's going to be number one. He, he stays healthy. Him and Joe Mixon in that backfield with that wide receiver core, that's a that's a fun offense to watch. Um, and, and they beat the Chiefs, and I don't like the Chiefs. So, old Patty Mahomes over there, <laughs> beat it. Titans squished the fish 34-3. Titans beat the Dolphins. Um, imagine if the Titans had a quarterback. How good could this team be if it wasn't Ryan Turtahill? under center i mean they are just they are so close and they're gonna have to get the king henry back but again ryan Tannehill, you can't you can't win a championship with ryan Tannehill. i'll stand i'll die on that hill that's it like that's as simple as it i'm glad we did Bengals and titans back to back because that's the knock on both franchises since it ended the lack of history and that we just can't believe in somebody who hasn't done something for 30 years and for tennessee if the game is close in the fourth quarter do you believe ryan Tannehill can lead a team down the field and win the game that is hard for me to believe. I'm totally with you on that. That's about that's it for Tennessee, though, for criticisms. Because if Tennessee wins this week, they're the top seed in the AFC. They did it without Derrick Henry. Uh, you and I'll bring him up one more time. Our guy Tom, who's a huge Titan fan, had a long paragraph, and I felt bad because you guys were having a back and forth. I read none of your texts. <laughs> I was watching Ted Lasso, like you told me I had to, because I finally got some free time. Great show, night. great show, so good. I'm five episodes mm-hmm. in. We were been we were going. That's when you know it's good, right? We're like. Eh, I got another one left in me. Eh, 
I got another yeah, one left. There. Right. All so, of a sudden, your bloodshot eyes the next day. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, that's and, and for Miami side of it, they just ran out of gas finally, right? Like they had seven, eight wins in a row. All right, you can only pull that off so often in professional sports. I man, you know what's going to happen now, though, right? So the Raiders will win against the Chargers because the Chargers still are a choke artist team. I'm sorry, they they're close, but they're just not quite there. And then Tennessee will end up being the second seed, which means the Raiders will play the Titans wild card weekend. And I'm gonna have to listen to yo boy right up until the game happens. And unless there's like some serious magic in my boy Derek Carr, 29 comeback wins, 24 uh, you know, championship drives. I'm just saying, uh, he, he's a hell of a winner. They're gonna lose to the Titans, and I'm gonna have to listen to your boy. That's all there is to it. He's decided to chime in. He just wrote Tanny Time. Tanny Time, I have to assume, means he has to poop. Ryan Tannehill is crap. He's a you know, large pile of crap. You know what I hope now? Even though that scenario would not be great for your Raiders, there is a possibility, right, that we could – oh, no, they didn't because they moved some games down to Monday. I was going to say, in the old school days, you could have had a possibility of – no, it's two games Saturday, two games Saturday. I wanted to see like a 1-4-8 where we could have seen – your Raiders, my Bucks, and the Titans all on the same day somewhere. But I don't think that actually can happen. Raiders, Raiders are going to play. The, if, the, if the Raiders make it, if, if, which is, again, I'm a, I've am been a Raiders. There's a point in my life when I was like, when the Raiders win, that's a long time ago. If the Raiders make it, it will be against the Titans. And I'll have to listen to your boy. That's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. We may have to have like a facial hair bet on the game. I have to do his stupid facial Ooh. hair or he has to grow out the beard. I don't know. We have to, we have to figure something out. Or I like. He has to get mutton chops if uh, if the Raiders win. I'll do his stupid thing if if the Titans win. Even though that I know like, like a deal, but I know that like I know the Titans are going to win that game. It might be the last game they win all year, but it's just because the Raiders. Dude, listen, a lot of couple two tree things went wrong for the Raiders this year. Couple two tree. That's all. Uh, all right, you know that, you know that gif that uh, uh, meme gif whatever the, whatever the f it is where Wolverine's looking at the photo of Gene Gray lovingly thinking about like what he wishes he had. Do you think like Trevor Lawrence does that with a picture of Bill Belichick as, as he gets crushed 50 to 10, Mac Jones looks like a stud again. Like Bill Belichick is so good at bringing along a young quarterback. Mac Jones looks great. Trevor Lawrence trying to do too much. I don't know if he'd take him or not. I don't know what they would do, but 50, 50 <coughs> 5-0 to 1-0 Pats win over the Jags. When we look back on the schedule for 2021, if people do this when they reevaluate their wagers, this must have been the easiest money of the season to win. Like now, it's easy to it's say hindsight. Trend, though. I know, but it looks so easy. Like everything mm. about it: Belichick, this no coach in Jacksonville, rookie quarterback who stinks. I, I have to say it now. My buddy Sir Burn on Twitter, he's been riding me all year. I had to finally confess and be like, Kinky. "He, he stinks." Trevor Lawrence is terrible. What the hell happened? He is so bad, Levac. He is awful. I don't know if they can fix him. Like you and I have had conversations. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I want to say this guy's name, but it's like an inside guy who tells us a lot about quarterbacks. That he's told us about why this quarterback developed, why he didn't, why this coaching staff worked, why he didn't. He might have been very biased to some of the players he worked with and trained. I think that's a big enough clue on the table for who it is. But uh, Trevor Lawrence is it? bad. Oh, do you want why to just say it? Do I just say Jesse Jordan Palmer? Palmer? Jordan Palmer, yeah. Jordan Palmer. Jesse Palmer. Okay, Jordan Palmer. I yeah. want him back on the show. Uh, I don't want to bird that. Well, yeah, but like, but of course, like, I see. I don't think it's. I don't think you can judge Lawrence yet. Like, here, here's the deal. Jacksonville 
why aren't you talking to Brian Dable? Why are you, why aren't you doing it? Like, give me, go find a guy who can turn, who can, who can help him turn the corner. Hell, go talk, go talk to Dabo Sweeney. I don't care. Go find somebody because what you what what happened is you threw him in the deep end. What, what happened is Urban Meyer said, "Oh, I've got a freshman phenom quarterback. It'll be great." Yeah, but you know what? This ain't Ohio State. This ain't Florida. This is the NFL. You have a freshman phenom quarterback who's about to get worked by some grown damn men. Like, and and you, I thought you were kinky. This is <laughs> you can't judge this kid yet. You just can't yet. How he handles this year, I he's actually done some things that have really impressed me. Like. I'm not a big fan of guys going against their coach, but I am when it's a quarterback who's who realizes his coach is wrong, the best players are being mistreated, and he says something. Like you imagine a rookie speaking out against hell like like Rex Ryan. Like Rex Ryan would eat them alive. Like Urban Meyer is 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 football Jesus in parts of Florida and Ohio. And this kid had the balls to come out and speak on behalf of his guy. So He's got leadership qualities. We'll see what happens. I, I don't. You can't judge him this year. I I just can't. Maybe you. He can. he's got to find another head coach to help that team. I don't know if you've seen the story. What's happening in Jacksonville? Uh, we you and I before we turn on the mics, we're talking about Trent Balky, the GM now of the Jags. Who, if you're not familiar with him, was the guy the Niners picked over Jim Harbaugh, who said we think it's the GM who made us good for three straight NFC title games, <laughs> not our coach. How dumb of a move that was when he fired back to back, hired the coach Jim Tom Sula. Go ahead. Look. <laughs> There you go. And and Chip Kelly, who actually NFL-wise, record-wise, not as bad as people think, but that was a mess in San Francisco. Uh, the Jag fans are planning on thousands of Jaguar fans are showing up to the stadium dressed as clowns in a protest <laughs> of Trent Balky. They want him Good. fired so bad they're all going to the game as clowns. I want photos of this is really going to be a thing in Jacksonville. I mean, listen, that's phenomenal. Go for it. Get you some. LeVac Gaz, it's a Tech East Tuesday, Tech East Fire and Water Restoration. Your best way back to normal. I uh, had a big lengthy conversation about ice dams on your roof today. Hopefully you have to deal with that. But if you do, give us a call, tefirewater.com. Uh, Eagles survive the football team and shoddy workmanship on the railings in the stands. They win 20 to 16 in Washington. The way the Eagles run the football, I got to believe nobody wants any part of the big system when it comes down to it in the playoffs. Eagles look pretty damn good, maybe even ahead of schedule. Nick Sirianni, uh, if you ever want to criticize press conferences, can we just put that to bed, right? Eagle yeah. fan was sort of like Jet fan that Adam Gase's press conference was so bad they wanted him out and they did the same thing to him. They got him in the playoffs. You're like, yeah. It finally happened. There were times where Philly looked so far from being a playoff team this season. And now it's hard to even, like you said, is it the run game? Is the coach figuring out the NFL? Is it the, it's the systems? Is it the it's systems? systems. Like <laughs> all that stuff, it worked. And also, Washington stinks and they're terrible. And they've got so many messes. You mentioned the stadium coming down. And then, how about this? Uh, our guy, Insta Cam, who wrote this earlier. What do you guys think of the football team's going to be new nickname? Daniel Snyder pulls this constantly. Is there anything bad about yeah. our team out there? Yes. All right, put something out there quick. I don't know. Anything to cover it up. Hurry, hurry, hurry before someone notices. Well, they're allegedly going to announce it on Groundhog Day. So allegedly we're going to find out who they are. So like my nephew just sent me a Groundhog logo, and they have bought the IP for the Washington Groundhog. I don't think that's going to be it. They said it's not going to be the Red Wolves. It's not going to be the Wolves. But the, it's going to be something. Um, I, don't, I don't know what they'll do. I don't, I don't even know I care. I mean, like – you. There's so much wrong 
with Washington that I don't know where you start to fix it. Like your owner is the one guy who doesn't get in trouble in a multi-million dollar probe into the owner. Um, your your head coach is a legend. I think I think Ron Rivera is one of the best. But who's your quarterback? Who's this? Who's that? The injuries. Your your freaking grounds crew. Between the heated seats not working for half the teams, now they can't keep the railing set. Like, it, by the way, most underrated part of that video where the railing falls and Jalen Hurst is helping people up is the railing is sitting on one of the cameramen and he's like side karate kicking people to try and get them off the railing. Watch it again. The, the cameraman is like, under, oh my God, he's like, he's like kicking, he's like, get off the railing. I want out of here. It's phenomenal. I want to, I want to hire the guy for the, the, you know, next season at Cobra Kai. Um, no, I just – I don't know where you start fixing that mess. I mean, obviously you would by getting rid of Daniel Snyder, but Daniel Snyder might be the king of the NFL because nobody survives the crap he survived. Nobody. I want to know what he knows of how to, like, silence people. He is, like – some. I, I don't know what he has. Some type of investigative unit that works for him that he constantly has this happen. I've heard a rumor now – again, social media rumor – that the reason why it's not going to be the Red Wolves or they announced today has nothing to do with trademarks. It actually was by far and away the most popular name, and they just can't do it for whatever reason. Maybe it's trademarks, maybe it's not. But the reason they said it's not going to be the Red Wolves is to calm people down. I heard a rumor it's actually going to be the Admirals because they had a list of the top eight names, and it's not on there. But like you said, if you type in right. like Washington Admirals, it already links to the Washington football team website. So right. like they're trying to not let it leak, but you've got so many sleuths out there. Even Andrew Marshan for the post said, you know what we all should do to destroy Daniel Snyder? I want, I think he offered money. Whatever reporter can scoop this before Daniel Snyder, I'm going to give them cash. And I would have said to Andrew Marshan, here comes Daniel Snyder, look out. <laughs> I mean, hey. He's going to drop faster than Mr. Snyder. I'm sorry, Mr. Snyder. I don't want him to come at me. And it's Mr. Snyder. How dare I? I was broke yesterday. I'll be broke tomorrow. Scumbag Snyder. Um, <laughs> all right. Keep it out with the rapid recap on the Tech East Tuesday. LeVac guys here with you. Of course, you can check us out on the uh, the, the Tech East uh, Facebook page. Uh, you can also check out uh, the Godzilla Media YouTube. Everywhere you listen to your podcast, we are there. That's right. While you're taking it to and you listen to a podcast, our glowing voices are in your ears. Whatever you need. We're there for you. This is what that sounds doing. like a t-shirt, Levesque. When you're taking a two, Levesque and Giles are there for you. Right, right. The two to listen to while you're taking a two. In 22. Yeah. Pat and Penny. Pat and Penny. I still, I think time for Levesque finally needs to be made, by the way. I'm, I'm ready for okay. it. Um, Rams survive a little bit of a scare from the Ravens 2019. Like the, the saying in boxing is styles make fights. The, the Ravens have the ability to ugly up any game. They really, like, they're star power, talent, health. They should not have been on the field with the Rams. And they almost beat the Rams. They had their number. Ravens are a scary team. I think it's the kind of win that helps the Rams to lead them, repel them even. So my prediction of them winning the Super Bowl being real. Ooh, go back and place another wager before the playoffs. Double down on the bet. Every time I go, off. another 5 to $10 goes on the Rams. I love it. I love trailing the bets. One of my favorite things to do. Uh, back to Baltimore. This will never happen. I know it's all about wins and losses in the NFL. Totally get it. John Harbaugh, for what he did for this team, he's not going to win coach of the year. I wish he'd get some votes. I know he went for two twice and went 0 for 2, and people will say that's the reason why he shouldn't. We could run through these injuries. My God, you just said it. Like, 
There was no reason this oh Baltimore God. team should be in these games. That is all coaching for John Harbaugh. It was just injuries upon injuries. As for the Rams, Cooper Cup is having a great season. Like we're talking a Hall of Fame all time great. Yes. And I couldn't tell you what Cooper Cup's voice sounds like. I'm not even convinced if I know what he looks like yet. Like it is almost silent true. of what Cooper Cup's doing still. That is true. Like even Stafford doesn't talk much. You're a quarterback on on the best professional football team in LA. And nobody's like every once in a while, how's everything going? It's been really good. Everything's been great. Wasn't he, I think he even did he do the Manning cast? He did something, either Manning cast or Pat McAfee show or something. He was on something and he spoke and I still don't I it, like it was like men in black. Like, here, look at this. And and I don't remember it. You're right. Like, how you could be the L.A. team and nobody – Aaron Donald wouldn't say poop if he had a mouth full of it. Like, how do you how do you have the second biggest media market and nobody nobody knows who any of these guys are, even the stars, that we already know who they are? Crazy. Yeah, and, and like Jared Goff is dating a model, and we kind of knew about him a little bit on Hard Knocks and Marcus Peters. and But these guys are different. And Sean McVay's, I guess, the personality of that team now. And Odell. Odell's there. been really good, by the way, for the Rams. Like, really good. Did you good. see him punch a guy in the ass? <laughs> I mean, like, yes. he's like, Antonio Brown's getting all the headlines? Oh! No, it's trying to punch the balls out. I mean, the ball out. It was, that's all it was, I swear. <laughs> uh, speaking of L.A., Chargers beat a terrible Broncos team, 34-13. What a difference a QB makes uh, yet again. Justin Herbert, in this game, 35th passing touchdown, passes Phillip Rivers for the single-season record for Chargers touchdown passes. He had 34 back in 2008. As good as Rivers was, as good as some of the historic quarterbacks of the Chargers have been, Herbert is now the single-season touchdown pass leader. Oh, and by the way, he did it in 16 games. So everything's gravy from here. You can't do the asterisk. Well, you know, Rivers only had 16. He did it in 16. Herbert, that damn good. He's so fun to watch. He's so much better than I ever thought he'd be. I, I got him so wrong. He was not this good in college. I'll probably say it until he retires. He's so good. And flip it over to Denver. They have to seriously think about clearing house on Black Monday coming up. If they fire everybody, I'm talking Vic Fangio, the GM, uh, they get a new quarterback. They got to hit the reset button in Denver. It has been a mess since Peyton left. And everybody, like from Elway, who was making awful decisions as the management voice for a while. Hell, you can go back to ownership. The whole situation with Pat Bolin and the family fighting for the team, it's like a bad episode of Secession meets Empire. The whole thing's <laughs> a mess in Denver. And I don't know, Bronco fan, it might take a lot more for this team to get back because of how competitive that AFC West is and how much of a mess the organization is. And you've never, ever used to say that about the Denver Broncos. The only, the only way I say leave it the way it is, because that defense is st- still pretty stellar, is if you think you can legitimately get Aaron Rodgers. Like, if you think you legitimately – like, if there's a conversation in back channels that we don't know about, maybe Jay from State Farm is the intermediary. I don't know. But, like, it, that's that's the only way you leave it the way it is. But I, I think you're – I think Vic Fangio is going to be on his way out. And, I, I like, I'll be the first to put my hand up in the air. Whoever the next head coach of the Raiders is, if Fangio is out there and you don't at least interview him to be your defense coordinator – we we will have words because the guy is he he is he is a great defensive mind. I don't think he's a terrible head coach. I just don't think he, like you're going to war with Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, and then I don't know. I thought maybe you played quarterback this week. I'm not really I'm not really <laughs> sure. I mean, I don't want them to get Aaron Rodgers. Can you imagine being a Raiders fan then? Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers. And I'm sitting over looking at Derek Carr going, I liked you yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you were good right yesterday. Now. now I'm a little concerned. Now I'd like to. 
like to re, re, renegotiate this whole contract situation. Um, moving on, 49ers, 23-2-7 over the Texans. I feel, like, I feel like the 49ers are like the island of misfit toys. Like they've got guys who play amazing for them, but I don't know if they work on any other team. Like Trey Lance, is he is he work other places? Uh, Brian Ook, uh, Brian Ayuk, all these guys, like they, these guys who are like Swiss Army nice for them and just do amazing for Shanahan. Do you do you really want them on Tampa? Do do you think they'd survive in Vegas? Like something about Shanahan knowing who he wants, and even though they've had a lot of injuries and they're not going to be nearly what they should have been this year, he still just has a way of coaching. I don't know if anybody else does. It's a combination of both Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. And now I'm a little biased because that's my guy. I'm a Buccaneer fan for the GM. But thinking about it, from the perspective that we all have, is there? does it seem like there's any better connection of, okay, coach, who do you need? Hey, I need this guy, this guy, this guy. Oh, you need him because of – and Lynch is a football guy. Who knows? Oh, this ba 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 There you go. Like no big names, no big contracts. Debo Samuels is a fantasy star. Okay, I'll give him that. George Kittle's got some good numbers too. But when you think about that overall Niner team, it seems like Kyle Shanahan knows the players he wants, has a football conversation with John Lynch about it. John Lynch gives him what he needs, and it's a great it, – credit to San Francisco's organization. They got it so wrong when they went with Belkey over Harbaugh, and they got it so right when they gave a huge contract to Shanahan and Lynch and said, you guys are in this together, and they succeeded because of it. The only head coach-GM combo that might be better – is Bill Belichick and Bill Belichick. That might be the only the only one that's a little more in lockstep. Okay. <laughs> like realistically, that might be the only one. Like, like there's good ones out there. Don't get me wrong. Like there's there's nice combinations, but you're right. Like they brought them both in. They gave them both six plus year contracts. Like, hey, you got time, put it together. It was it was a really smart move and well done. Well, well done from the Niners on that aspect. Um, maybe one day it'll turn in, in, into wins. More wins at least. Cards kind of the Arizona Cardinals kind of made me question how good I thought the Cowboys were. 25-22 victory. I, I thought this was gonna be like the game to watch. I, I just wasn't it didn't wow me the way I hoped it would. And I expected the Cowboys to win and, and they did not. That game for me turned into, you know what? I'm cool with Tampa playing Arizona in the first round. Then you watch game. <laughs> do they have to? Do they have, I don't want to play them anymore? No, 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 no. I don't want to do that. Good for Arizona. Really good team. Going to be a fun team to watch come postseason time because of all the playmakers they got. That's going to be a really – whoever they play, that feels like a fourth-quarter game-winning touchdown, game-winning field goal game. So even if you're not a Cardinal fan, I feel like they're going to be exciting on whatever playoff night they get. And, like, Kingsbury has changed what I think of him as a coach. I thought he was like a one-trick pony kind of air raid guy. But he's got this team playing physical football. And, and it's – it's not as exciting. It's not going to be, you know, on, on as many top 10 lists, but uh, W's are W's. And, and I think you bring a great point. Like, yeah, I want the card and I want the Cardinals to play them. <laughs> like, I don't want them right now. No, thanks. How about the Seahawks? Uh, they figured it out. The Seahawks finally figured out how to be the Seahawks. 51-29 win. All they would need to do is play the Lions every week. The Lions are so bad. So the Lions stick. So Rashad, Rashad Penny, the running back for the Seahawks. This guy was a complete, total bust. Terrible. All of a sudden, the Seahawks just have everybody get hurt. They're like, hey, uh, what is that kid from San Diego State who stunk? Penny? Is Penny, he still for your out thoughts? There? He's been, you could make a case over the last month of the season. He is a top two or three running back in the league for his stats, like touchdowns, yardage, impact for the team. 
I don't know where he came from. I don't know if it's one of these old football guys where it's like, hey, uh, it's either now or I'm going to get cut and never play football again. My life is on the line as an NFL player. And he stepped up and he's probably made himself a ton of cash for the future. Uh, Russ Wilson, Seahawk next year or Giant? I will say he's going to be in Seattle, but I know by the time May hits or April, I might be in the minority on that opinion. I feel like that is going to be the Dak Prescott, Odell Beckham Jr. That storyline is going to dominate the summer throughout football. It'll be interesting to see who who gets the job first, Rodgers or Russell. Like, will, will they? Will they? How? Just switch, guys. Just just flip. That'll be that'll be fun for everyone. Um, well, that got. Techies Tuesday, live from our uh, separate separate abodes, because uh, one of us was under the weather today. Me, uh, I did not watch a second of the Saints' eighteen ten victory over the Panthers. I did not watch one second. As a matter of fact, when it came up on red zone for like fifteen seconds, I left the room. I just had no interest. It was and it was it was a bad game. Eighteen ten. Whatever. Things a mess. You can fire Matt Rule if you want to Carolina. Uh, Carolina's a mess. New Orleans, I cannot believe you're still a playoff team. There's the scenario where the Saints get in the playoffs. And how? <laughs> how? But, okay, fine. And I wish I could tell you, well, I want to play them. I want to, this is a Buccaneer fan. I want to play the Saints. Nope. No, All I do is beat us in the regular season. So I didn't want right. that one either. Uh, how about the battle of the anti-vax quarterbacks? Uh, Packers take out the Kirk cousin list. Minnesota Vikings, 37-10. to 10. Um, uh, Sean Mannion. Trump, man, 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 who was it? I don't know. Um, some baseball player tried to play quarterback for the Vikings. Didn't work out. Pack it done 37 times. Earlier in the not-so-rapid recap, I said what an easy win it was to pick the Patriots over the Jags. Some idiot picked the Vikings over the Packers. That was me, and that was a bad pick. Like especially, you, like, you did before the quarterback, though, didn't you? Oh, I, I did. Think I did. Oh, I, that's yeah. true. That's true. Because uh, I think that's like, a lot closer game. Even though I like Kirk Cousins, at least he's an NFL quarterback. Yes, and in that second quarter in particular, that's when he knew the game was over because Rodgers looked like, all right, enough's enough. I'm just going to destroy Minnesota. Viking fan, you can, our guy Matthew Collar did this. He had a tweet from like every way the Viking season has ended from 2015 to 2021. All of them are heartbreakers, like blowout losses, that teams you should have beat, missed field goals, missed extra points, missed up. I'm like, oh, God, if you're a Viking fan, like you guys, every year you got to <laughs> – I don't think Zimmer's a terrible coach. Dalvin Cook's awesome. Justin Jefferson's a star. Just the games you need to win, it never happens. It just gets left over the table every single year for that team. Well, and then they asked they asked Zimmer if he wanted to see Kellen Mund in this in this next game. He's like, nah, I see him in practice. It's like, <laughs> tell me you want to be fired without telling me you want to be fired. Don't don't put the young quarterback in and see what he's got. That's that's what that's that's what that is. Um, speaking of young quarterbacks. Big Ben's last Pittsburgh game was uh, was last night. He's not he's not young. He's terrible. That's a battle of crappy quarterbacks. Uh, Steelers end up winning because Nacho Harris ran like a madman. 26-14. Get this. Ben Roethlisberger and Baker Mayfield combined for 308 passing yards on 84 attempts. Per Elias Sports, the 3.67 yards per attempt is the lowest combined rate in a game in NFL history. With a minimum of 80 attempts. Uh, <laughs> we, we mentioned Saints-Panthers was bad. This, from oh. a view, visual perspective, might have been worse. Uh, well, so I want to start with Baker first, though. Uh, we've had a lot of conversations about Baker Mayfield. Coming out of the draft, you thought it was going to be very good. My wife became a big fan of Baker Mayfield. Uh, my heart breaks for Baker for this reason. 
This guy wanted in this final season to lead Cleveland to the playoffs, to be the man, to put the Browns in the right direction, all that rah-rah good stuff. He's been hurt for two months. I think he's going to look back on his career and be like, you know what? Being a tough guy, being a leader, all that stuff might have cost you your starting job in Cleveland. Might have cost you millions of dollars. And I think you might even think he he might not be a starter again. Like he's been that bad the last two months where what you said on draft day might be proven that he got his four-year contract and might have cost him a starting job in the league for the future. Uh, I think the important things to realize is that I was right and uh, head coach of the Albany Patroons, uh, Will Brown, was wrong. I think that's the important thing to remember. I'll put that up. Um, Jonathan wanted to see how right yeah. you were, too. So I'll just leave that up while you finish this point. Yes, thank you. I like that, Jonathan. <laughs> thank you for realizing that. Um, I think he's actually a, a Broncos fan, too. Um, and the one thing that Mayfield still has going for him is it's such a weird quarterback class scenario going into next year. He could, he could be a starter somewhere. Like, he could be – a bridge quarterback, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, whatever. How funny would that be? Get, you know, shown the door in Cleveland, end up in Pittsburgh and not be terrible. Like, that, it, it would make me laugh, to be honest with you. But, look, there's a lot of guys who aren't great quarterbacks in the NFL. A lot of them. He just happens to be one of them. That's all. That's all. Yeah, man, big. Um, Should have got the search. And one other thing about Roethlisberger. How much did you want to puke during that game? Because you you can't stand Stop. Big Ben. But, like, the the yeah. lack of people – and, look, we let off this podcast talking about Antonio Brown and the shield that mental health gets. Yeah. In the world of everybody getting canceled, NBC's parading around Ben Roethlisberger like sure. that, just ignoring everything that happened in his career. Like, this right. is the moment if you want to right. cancel an athlete, don't want to honor an athlete, here's the guy. But they decided, no, 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 we're going to honor Big Ben. I would have puked like you – if you're not a big Ben fan, you had to go through that nonsense last night. You know how they do the um, ESPN does the the great auction for the V Foundation and all that stuff. Um, I would have paid real money to watch that game with James Harrison because you know he would have torn him apart. Hey, remember, let me tell you, he doesn't flush the toilet. Like you know, he's just like he, everything like, terrible about Ben. You would have got all in one. It would have been the only way to like level out the 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 ass kiss fest that he got. Um, least. Most underrated head coaches. You you already gave us John Harbaugh. That's one. Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, who every time that they don't they don't win at all, and you know, stupid Steeler fans starts talking about getting rid of. So he's now been five hundred or better in fifteen straight seasons. That breaks Mart, uh, a tie with Marty Schottenheimer's record for the longest uh, non losing seasons from a head coach. So Mike Tomlin, he's Omar Epps. He's he is phenomenal. Let him go. I'll take him in. I'll take him in Vegas. Let him go. Let him go. He looked good yeah. in silver and black. Enough. Enough Pittsburgh. You guys all are not allowed to complain about Mike Tomlin ever again after watching Antonio Brown. This guy's a Hall of Fame coach. And if whenever he wants to retire, he's going to an analyst or broadcaster job. He's done a tremendous job with Pittsburgh. Oh, and fantasy football he managers. Can't. What? He cannot be. A, he can't be an analysis. He can't Why? be an analyst. He can't do it. Can you imagine that? He spent so much time not saying anything. Like, Coach Tomlin, what do you think of it? I don't think nothing of it. What I say to the wall in my basement is what I think of it. Well, what can you can you do that now? Because we're paying it. Nope. But 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 that's why you're here. That's why you're here. But but what I don't understand. You want the Notre Dame job? And he just storms off. That'd he would be, be but he would be like a mix between like Herm Edwards and John Madden. Because like what you just said right there whoa, is perfect. Whoa. Wait, wait, How dare you mean. say those two names together? Because Levesque's ultimate hate and love. What I mean by that is that the impression you just did of Tomlin is spot on because he doesn't say much, but he's very strict 
but his expressions. Like, what the hell were you just saying? Yelling at a wall of what? That's Mike Tomlin. Like, in those yeah. press conferences, he saw such bizarre, unique analogies and comparisons. You're just like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about, but it seemed like some good insight. Or there's going to be some guy on some farm be like, oh, like that trained rabbit that hits my wall. I know, coach. I know what you're <laughs> All right. Actually, Put him with Dickie V for anything. And yes, you know, right, here we Jim go. Do diaper dandy. You are correct. Oh, all right. So there, <laughs> uh, there is your uh, rabbit recap. I want to thank. Uh, I want. I want to take a second here on Levant Gods uh, to to say, well, happy New Year to our our, our friend uh, Cindy Martin, Cindy Lou Who uh, from from Howard Hanna Realty. But I wanted right now to tell you about Doc Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. The Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa just has been one of my my best friends and they've taken great care of me for years and years now mouthpiece allows me to get good night's sleep um i think it's also one of the reasons that i've been able to handle all the world's stress and crap because i'm actually sleeping uh it's, it's been so amazing crashed at a friend's house the other night mouthpiece didn't shake the rafters didn't have to hear about a polar bear attacking their house in the middle of the night because of the snoring and uh just sleep better sleep apnea is under control everything has been way better 518-885-6185 518-885-6185. Before you say, oh, but LeVac, I don't want to wear the mask. I'm not talking about a mask. It's a mouthpiece. Simple, easy to use, easy to clean, easy to travel with, makes all the difference in the world. Just keeps your airway open. It allows you to get more air without a machine forcing it down your throat. 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer in the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. Help me sleep better. It's going to help you sleep better, too. Well, thank God. I don't want to talk about college football. I don't want to talk. I don't want to. I rock, I'm, I'm rocking my Michigan stuff. I have been all week. I've been getting crap for it, but that's what you do. You rock your team's apparel, whether they win or lose. And uh, Georgia was just a better, better all-around team. Just not even not Michigan did not belong on the field with them. They really, really didn't. Um, Georgia's that damn good. So congratulations, Georgia, and and let's see Bama, Georgia, you know, round two. That bummed me out so much on New Year's Eve. Like, yeah, it was a great. Uh, I'm here. You're hanging out with Boston, Dan. It's a perfect New Year's Eve because some people might have been not going out to the regular parties because of COVID and everything else. So you might have had a better audience than I even projected. I know I was trashing it that I was on New Year's Eve. And like both games in the second quarter, I'm just like, man, like can't we make some of it competitive? You knew once Alabama – the Alabama game wasn't as bad as the Notre Dame National Championship game, but it was so obvious. Like they can't stop Robinson. They're – they shouldn't be on the field with these guys. You just mentioned Michigan. Like, they couldn't move the ball. Georgia was just smoking them. So, you watched it. Do we need a change? Like, this is seven, eight years in a row where these semifinal games are averaging three touchdown blowouts. People are watching these games. I told you it was like the image means everything game. It feels like it's the SEC and everybody else. How are we like in a top 25 poll next year where it's basically all the SEC teams all high up there? I, I mean, I've wanted, I've wanted more anyway. Like, I, I think, I think the best way to do it is the champion from all Power Five. Like, make them have a championship game. Every champion gets in. I love the idea of three from elsewhere. At least like two of those being, you know, the other five. But I, I maybe it has to be more because I think, like, if you just do the champs from the Power Fives. And you then you lose out on a team like Bama or Georgia or whoever. It, we might have to jump right to sixteen. Like we might, we might jump right to sixteen teams. You win the Power Five, you're in. 
Um, you win the other five you're in, and then the rest come from however we put it together. You know, you get six basically at-large bids. And and we're already admitting that the student part of student athlete is less important. Because look how long this has been going on. Like these, this bowl season, 40-plus bowls, 40-plus bowls. A lot of these schools are like either closed or the students aren't allowed or something like that. They're still piling the kids on the buses and the planes. Give them that ultimate chance to show off, raise their their draft stock. That's that's a whole lot of other kids because you know me, guys. Everything is, how do I get these guys who are preparing for the draft to want to play? So the bar stool bowl, I think, was one thing where you just do something completely different. But more playoff games means more high pro profile student athletes, college players, playing in it. I think you raise it. Go sixteen right now. Yes. Okay. So this is going to sound like I'm arguing against my own point that I agree with you on, but hang with me here. So, okay. I'm with you on expansion because exactly what you just said. If you're a college football player, you've never in the history of the sport given an opportunity to benefit from your likeness, image, success, team success than right now. So if you're going to complain about staying over for winter break, or you're saying the season's too long, this might be it. Just look at the percentages. There's a huge number of college kids that will never play in the NFL this is your run. You signed up to be a D1 athlete. There you go. Okay. So there I'm with you. I like 16. And if you want to cut out those FCS games against opponents, or you want to move the season back, fine. Like figure out the money situation or hell, tell the ADs you're going to make more money. I'm with you on expansion. I think we do need to realize for the people that are criticizing the playoff, this is how college football has been for a long time. Like even now. Okay. So division three, it's always, over the last 20 years, Mountain Union versus Wisconsin Whitewater. Like, it's rare you don't get those games. And FCS, it's always North Dakota State. Like, they've always right. been that team over the last decade. In the FBS, SEC team, LSU, Bama, uh, Georgia, SEC team comes and goes in and out of that spot. And Clemson, I know they're ACC, but they're in that spot. Well, Ohio State, yeah, you know, yeah, there's, they're, but they're the exception. There's almost always two SEC schools. Yeah, and in the in the old BCS days, I I might look this up. I'm like, there's no way this is right. When the BCS started in '98, January of '98 to whenever it wrapped, I think it's 2013. 16 games, 10 of the 16 were double digit victories. Some of them were four touchdown victories. Margin of victory in BCS national championship games, two touchdowns. So it's not like we got these great games. The reason we remember Texas and LSU with Vince Young is because it was a great game. The reason we remember Ohio State's pass interference against Miami, great game. Like, there's only a handful of games over 20 years that were actually good. Now, that's probably a problem, too. But we hope that if we get some good games of that 16-team playoff, you know, like, can we try to find something competitive? Because that's got to be the answer. That's why I'm with you on that. Yeah. I mean, you you see it. College basketball, you got the one bed league, you got this, you got that. Like those conference tournaments have a little bit of swag because of that. So you you bring a point. Maybe one or two less regular season games, maybe this, maybe that. Again, just stop pretending that you don't that it's not about money. And that's the other thing too. Remember, these guys get endorsement money now. So you're telling me I got a chance to make endorsement money on three playoff games instead of instead of one or two. Like it's as long as as long as there's compensation, as long as we're stopping playing the game of, well, their education comes first for us. No, it doesn't. You don't care about their education at all. Hell, most of them don't care about their education. Most of them are hoping, 
be healthy. Make sure they call my name in April and I'll do three years of this crap and I'll be fine. Like that's, that's what most guys, that's what I would do if I had the ability. I Sure. I'll pay enough attention. I want to, I want to, I don't want to look stupid. I want to be, I want to people think I'm smart, but you know, if you look really smart, when, when they hold that number one jersey up with my name, you know, as we get, as, uh, you know, one day in April, that's, that's what makes me look super smart. So I, I think, I think just go for it. Just do it right. Just go all the way in. Did you hear the take, by the way, of that went viral this past week of Herb Street and Desmond Howard and David Pollock arguing about bowl games and saying players don't love football as much anymore? I know you've been on the side of if you want to skip a bowl game, you got to finish it off with your team. But I think they took it far way further than that because everyone sniffed them out. They're like, Hey guys, you work for ESPN. You've got a bunch of bowl games canceled. Now is not the time to pout. Like, you know, with COVID involved, like, okay, guys. And by the way, they're broadcasting from an empty Rose Bowl for the second day in a row for college game day to fit all the last sponsors in before the end. We're like, hey, no, no, no. Now's not the time, guys. Now's not the time. But you know what, though? Here's here's the here's the situation. It's it's real. A lot of a lot of the guys just don't care about the bowl games anymore. That's why I've been saying, okay, look, I'm over. I'm overplaying for honor. Like I, I get it. That's that's just not going to be an argument. I'm going to win. I get that. So what what can I do? Like as a fan of bowl games, as somebody who every once in a while people listen to, he, the barstool bowl. I thought that was a great thing because it's different. It's cool. It's hip. Make them cool and hip. I'm. I don't know anybody who's like, oh man. One day, when I'm done, I'm going to know that I played in the Cheez It Bowl. I'm going to know that I played the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Like, we don't even say the name of the bowl anymore. We say who the sponsor is. So let's do it. Like, you know, all right, listen, you want to pay all this money, you know, the Dr. Pepper toilet bowl, whatever the hell it is. You pay, okay, you got to bring a marketing plan with you. How are we making this cool? How are we making this into something that these guys think this is an experience of a lifetime? I cannot pass it up. More playoff games. Companies like Barstool coming in and getting involved. You know who? I don't know who else. Like ESPN. ESPN. You could make it cooler. You you actually have more. You and Fox Sports could make all of this shit way cooler. But instead, it's just like, but if we have every game, we'll luck on to something. Like no, just make them cool. Make things cooler. Have more fun with it. Do more. Uh, by the way, our very bully situation we had oh my god justin m is dominating now i think it's over it's between me somebody named power hitter and justin and justin left you a comment on facebook and said can i get a can i get an empire ring if i win the bowl championship he said a a championship ring if he wins it and the answer is yes an order of championship onion rings for you justin if you win it because we're going to meet you for happy hour gods is paying for everything no, 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 that's, that was not – you said you were paying for happy hour of whoever won this thing, which it could still be me. But, Justin, I saw your number on the side. I don't know why the points went different. He had a 95% hit rate hit at one point. I don't know if that's where he's ranking that's amongst bowl. Unbelievable. And he's been – he left us a comment like when it was like five bowl games and he's like, guys, I'm doing great. And he has rode that wave. So, Justin, if we're all hanging out, I know you're a big football fan, so I'm cool doing a happy hour with you probably hopefully here in January. Yeah, right on the Godzilla Media Company card. I think it's where it's got to go, and it's gonna be great. I'm very excited. But no, I, like it's it's gonna be fun. Like I think, uh, I think I, I probably I probably can you know weasel a little extra love out of the orange roof. I feel like we can we can do that. 
Well, right. Justin come out with, if if Justin wins. Now you can still win. Is that what you're trying to? I believe to I can't see his picks. I think I hope he's got Bama winning the championship. I have Georgia. I'm not sure who power hitter has. I did pick Georgia at the start. I believe that's the bonus that can put me over the top. So there's only two bowl games. I think the LSU game's still out there. And yeah, tonight yeah. or well, yeah. depending on when you listen to this. If you're if you're listening and watching live, uh, LSU K State tonight in the I don't give a crap about this bowl bowl. Um, and then the championship game. That's it. Like, why would you put a bowl game on Tuesday night after everybody's already done? And this, like, and and two, like, two good programs. I mean, they're not great teams this year, but they're two good programs. And you just cram them in willy nilly on a Tuesday night. Ooh, I got this one. Call on me. I got the okay. answer. Okay, uh, guys, please with the answer. Money. Oh, time slot. Take out four hours for a window. Don't let it get overlapping with another bowl game. Give them their own night, own advertisement, own money. Don't put it online. Nobody's watching anything on a Tuesday. Get that money. This is why I know I don't gamble like I used to, because I don't care about this game one bit. Where I know when it was like I got, I, I was, I would have this thing broken out seventeen ways for Sunday. You know, I'd be ready to, ready to, you know, hop on the the jet to Vegas or Atlantic City or go to Vinny the Fish's house. And make the wager. I don't like. I just can't. I can't wrap my brain around why I care about LSU versus K State. I just can't. Like I just. I, I don't. I don't care. I, I get I just, it. I just. It can't. feels like a filler. It feels like a filler game. I totally get it, man. Uh, I, Levac, I kind of want to close with this because you got a lot of rapid fire questions today about the All oh, yeah. Empire and your Facebook. I want to get to those, and I'm sure some people have just waited. To you you want to? You got them in front of you. You want to ask them, and then I'll. Uh, I, I got them okay. in front of me, but. Some people may have waited to the end of the podcast to hear their own shout out, but this is probably the longest this guy's ever waited for his shout out on our podcast. And that's Jared Lozier, our friend over at Northeastern oh, Insurance, is Indianapolis Colts are in a weird spot, but hopefully they beat the Jags and he'll be okay. 2022 is officially here. You're looking at your money, your finances, you're wondering, can I save a few dollars somewhere, especially for the things that are important to me for insurance? Have somebody shop the market for you. And that's our guy, Jared Lozier. Give him a call, email him, all those ways to connect with him. His email, J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. If you're in our bully pool, by the way, we saw some of your creative names. I ask you all the time, get creative with your emails to Jared. He'll get back to you probably faster, although he'll get back to you no matter what. Get that email, J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com or give him a call today. Anytime you want, day or night, he's promised me he'll answer the phone. He will do that. He's number well, literally, three. he knows about karma. He knows about all of this. This is what he knows. That's right. Give him a call today. Jared Lowe's here, shopping the rates for you. 518-956-3753. 518-956-3753. And I posted, I posted the Nate Hobbs story, the Raiders cornerback who is being charged with DUI on Facebook. And I said, me, wow, if the Raiders win, they, they're, they, they're a playoff team. Nate Hobbs, hold my beer. Don't worry, it's empty. Um, and and Lozier writes, it's karma. And I wrote, that makes no sense. I don't think you know what karma means. And he wrote, like, you're right. I'm just still upset about the Colts losing to the Raiders. So I, I respect the hell out of the second second comment. As much as I wanted to destroy it for the first, the second comment made it funny as hell. Uh, that guy's on the techies Tuesday. He's a good dude. He's, he's small doses. Like a professional setting, I like him. Everywhere else, I want to hit him in the nuts with a golf club. I mean, that's just 
That's well, just that, what I would do. You had both Ryan and Daryl on Twitter. Levesque, are the Albany Empire considering signing Antonio Brown? Oh, how many times you got to tell me you don't do roster moves? I don't do roster moves. Um, I would one million percent sign him. I would one million just because how many tickets am I going to sell for game one? And then when he freaks out and leaves, like you know, everybody who bought t- season tickets because of it already be pissed. But um, yeah, to sell tickets, I would sign AB. I, I would. Um, I I would definitely uh, want to like carpet tape that double sided his jersey and everything on. So I don't want him throwing that in the stands when he storms off. You know, any of those things. But uh, you know, historically speaking, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be bad to have, you know, touchdown Antonio Brown on the field for us. That's right. It's just kind of play mind games and be like, you know how many yards your dad put up? And just have him randomly compete with his dad. I love that idea. Uh, Corey's got a a graphic, our pal Corey Greenwich. Will Michigan be back and will Harbaugh be back or to the Bears? Actually, my nephew, um, Zach, just messaged me right before the show started. He asked me if if I wanted Harbaugh to be the Raiders coach. I would totally take that. I don't. I don't think Harbaugh leaves because you think about it. He was willing to take less money to get here, and now everybody wants him. I, you know, you've already got. You've been grooming your quarterback. You're right into a Georgia team. Nobody thought Michigan would be in the playoffs this year. Nobody. You know who's got better than us? Nobody. Who thought we would be this good? Nobody. Like everybody should be thrilled they did as well as they did, and everybody should be thrilled to see what they're going to do next. So I, I think he's going to stay right there in Ann Arbor. But if not, I think Chicago's gonna have a run for their money. There's gonna be a lot of teams looking at him because he's Harbaugh again. All right, we got two questions here from Dan, both for one for you, one for me. Simple question. I don't know if I actually got a pick out of you. Are the Raiders going to the playoffs? Do you want to save that for our weekend show or do you want to give a pick um, right now? I man, I'll, I'll do it now. I, I might change my mind between now and then because God knows how many more players will get arrested. Um I, I'd say yeah. I'd say the I'd say I'd say yeah. I think I think they can beat the Chargers, and like I said, and, and the Titans will be waiting for them. That'll be the that'll be the the rub, if you will. And Dan also asked me, do I think my Syracuse Orange are going to make the tournament? I love Syracuse my entire life. We all know that. You see the posters behind me. Every time I watch the Syracuse team, I'm like, oh my god, they're so good. They got all these shooters. They got all these great players. Joseph Gerard. Let's that just act like the last two games didn't happen. But besides the last two games, he's been far and away the best basketball he's played for Syracuse. They can't play any defense, like anything. Jim Beheim just went out and said, it's ridiculous, it's awful, it's embarrassing. He just ripped apart everybody, including his son, who said, he's my son, he needs to make some more free throws. I'm like, damn, Beheim is not playing this year. Uh, they stink. And it breaks my heart every time I watch because I have every time so confident they're going to beat teams, and they don't because they don't play defense. Now, next year, they got a top 10 recruiting class coming in. They got all the guys coming back. Maybe next year is the team that puts Bayheim off to the 2023. Both Bayheims will be seniors. They are not making the tournament. They are terrible. And I'm sure Levesque has heard this about every single January, and he's waiting for March where I changed my tune. <laughs> I ran into – well, I, I was hanging out with Coach Gattuso, you Albany football coach, Greg Gattuso, and we were just I – was, I was telling him about how annoying, like, the Twitter terrorists are and how much, like, I now that I'm in, like, a front office situation for football – I feel completely different about how hard he and his staff work. And uh, he goes, listen, you know, I don't love the internet mainly because I can still see guys jumping up and screaming in that really tight Syracuse shirt in the back of my brain and have nightmares (laughs) about it. He recalls that like, Oh my God, he loves to to bring that up. It's one of his, it's one of his least, but yet most favorite memories in the history of the internet. 
<laughs> Coach is the man. Uh, one last really one. Is. I don't know if you can answer this one. Uh, someone also wants to know, are the Albany Empire re-signing Darius Prince or Craig Peterson? Uh, I don't, I don't do, I don't, I don't do roster I don't moves. do roster moves. <laughs> um, I can tell you, I can tell you that uh, I love Darius. Like he's one of my favorite people on the planet. Uh, if, if it does work out where he, like, I would imagine Darius has got a million offers, like from the USFL, the, you know, all of them. Uh, so we'll just see what he does. Does he want to play Iron Man? Like I, I can't hold it against anybody who doesn't want to do Iron Man when you're that damn good at wide receiver. So it would, it's, you know, that's more of a coach Manas question, but I think realistically speaking, we won't have that answer until all of these leagues that like, cause that's what I, I see it all the time. Why haven't you re-signed this one? I have, why isn't this guy signing? Why is that? Well, one of the reasons is they have, they still have a million options. Like they have a million options and, we won't know Darius's availability until Darius knows his availability. But if it's one of those things where they go to me, hey, LeVac, do you want Darius Prince back? I'll just start signing pieces of paper and you just put his contract in front of me and I'll sign it. Uh, <laughs> Craig Peterson, Craig, you know, he's a hell of a kicker. I know he's another guy who's in demand. Um, I, he's a local guy. I haven't heard from him. I haven't seen him. Um, you know, there's, there's it's a little it's a different market. The kicker market's a little different, you know, like there's, there's guys out there coming out of the woodwork right now who are just like, I can kick. So I, I, I would assume Craig will be somewhere else. Last I talked to him, he was talking about moving down to Florida and, and, and playing in Florida. Um, you know, but I, I would say, I would say neither are super likely at this moment, just because the amount of guys we've already signed and because of the different league, but I would probably put Darius ahead of Peterson at this exact second in time. But that's, again, that's me almost being like you because coach doesn't call me and go, who do you think I should sign? Like, hey, you built a championship roster in 10 days and then you built a roster that could beat that roster. I was, I'll just, I'm gonna, I've been working on airfare with Delta. That's what I've been trying to do. So I, it's not, you know, it's, it's basically fan speculation on my part. We've played a little bit through 2021 in our new format here with segments that might or might not work. Like we've done the list. We had that situation happen. Uh, we had another segment that I'm blanking on right now that we used to do every single week. Oh, non-traditional headlines. Yeah. This I enjoy the Q and a for the day to close out a podcast. I do. We're, we're, I'm loving this right now. So because I was sitting here waiting, like, um, some equipment got, I had to order for, for tech East as well as the empire. So I'm sitting here waiting for it. I'm like, I wonder if people would actually ask questions. And like the, what, what bothered me is like Boston Dan sent me, and you a question off you. I'm like, dude, just write it on the damn, you know, like, let's go. Let's have fun with it. Uh, if, yeah, if you, let's, that's all week, too. Just if you want to send questions in, I'm down. I, I think it's fun. This I may not better. always remember to post it early. Yeah, like, like <laughs> the Ask Me Anything stuff that a lot of other people do is, like, too wild. The Q&A for the day to close out every podcast is something that you guys have done a great job with today, which I want to continue to do in 2022. And I want to close with this. I want to be selfish to get the final question from you. What the hell's up with the NAL not clearing it with me to release a schedule? Because I was supposed to be doing a release show with you. What the? What are they doing the final week of December? We're supposed to have a whole blowout show at Tech East. Me and Santillo are supposed to be up there doing the whole thing with Kype. What is it? Who do I complain to? And I want to start with you. Who do I complain to? Uh, Karen? I would go. I would start with uh, Christopher Siegfried, the commissioner of the NAL. Give me his number. Um, <laughs> Steven Chatola in the front office. Sure. Uh, you, you know, it's one of those like, – I, I didn't know they were going to do it the day they did it until that morning. 
because there are so many moving pieces when you talk about you're not just talking about six teams you're talking about six teams six arenas and then like the 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 problems kind of spider web off of that so like i got to talk to a couple of the other owners a couple other gms presidents stuff like that thank god that we've got bob belber you know aaron villeneuve we've got the 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 mvp arena because they work with us so well i've heard horror stories from other arenas like yeah, well, we can't let you have that day because we're having um, we're having a car show. Oh, you guys are doing like a like a technology car show? No, no, no. The guy who owns the arena's son is having like fifteen cars over at his restaurant, and they're all going to be there, so we can't staff the arena. It's like, like that's, I'm I'm exaggerating, but it's like that annoying. It's that bad. Uh-huh. Thank God for the MVP arena. So yeah, it just came together, and when it finally came together, in the interest of it not leaking, they just they dropped it. They put it out. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, are you coming back? Are you going to? Of course. Yes, I cannot wait. All right, I'll consider offering you the job then. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Um, I was going to say I'd consider, but I'm not going to. I'm going to take the job no matter what. (laughs) Oh damn it! Um, Well, one one actually one piece of Empire news: Best Fitness in Albany this Saturday, starting at noon. uh, Empress's tryout. So uh, we've been we've been promoting it a little bit here and there. We've got a great group of empresses looking to come back. Uh, Christina, who is you know the the head of the empresses, she's got she put a routine together. Uh, Eric over at Best Fitness was like, I want you guys to come do you know a class slash tryout here at Best Fitness. We we the girls worked out here all last year. The guys are going to work out here. So uh, so we're looking forward to that. So th- this Saturday starting at noon. And if you want in. Just um, just email me, Levac at Albany Empire, NAL.com. If you're a dancer and you, you're like, hey, I want to get in, just email me and we'll we'll get you set up. I'll let you know exactly where to be and when to be there. But Saturday noon over at Best Fitness, I will have the horrible and just taxing job of being there to make sure it all runs appropriately and watching these extremely talented women dance. As your pending Albany Empire broadcaster, I will make sure to share that on social media. And please, is there any rumors, and I say please in the sense of, don't build the statue of me falling off of the rowing machine and just pulling the blanket up. I don't know if I'm even allowed back in there after the hole that was, I assumed, damaged. It's like drawn out on there. It's bad. That would be the best bobblehead ever. Just you wobbling on the rower. <laughs> like, like we've, I've always wanted the bobbleheads for the show. Well, me, I don't really care about you. But that right there would have been, like, you just show you wobbling as you're falling off of, of the oh. rowing machine. Oh, that would be phenomenal. I'm in. Let's do it. Now I feel like when I promote the Albany Empire, uh, Empress's dance tryout, the new staff that's come, all that, I feel like that should be tagged on social. Like just the second photo is just like on Instagram. You just, and then there's me flying off. I think I finally deleted it off my phone. I used to have it with me at all times. Just in My case. wife has it. Don't you worry. She has oh, it. Oh, listen, seriously. That's the, if, if I could hire anyone to produce this show, it's her. Cause she just, she finds the best videos and pictures of you. And if she doesn't have them, she will take them when you're not paying attention. She is phenomenal. <laughs> the best double agent ever, ever, oh. is, is your beautiful wife. And uh, and your son still hates me. So that's, I mean, hey, what are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> see, he just agreed. He just agreed. You heard it. You heard it. All right. That's time. Is it that time? We're Thank all done. I in the books. When are, we, when are we doing this again? I don't know. I Maybe Friday, maybe Saturday, maybe Sunday, depending on how the world comes together. It's a weird world here to start off this first week of January. You're busy. On Saturday, we'll figure something out. At some point, we're either well, going to do one of these on Friday or maybe on Sunday. We'll figure it out. I mean, 
hell, I'm I'm not opposed to doing it in the parking lot out in front of Best and then, <laughs> and then going inside or whatever. I don't if you care. want, I'm so in we for can that. Figure it out. I will. Def- if you want to do something before Best Fitness on Saturday morning, I'll do it. I'm shocked that the Hideaway hasn't called this for Sunday. Like that's here's what the, I'm shocked about. Here's the thing about the Hideaway. I talked to Chad. Um, week yeah, I'm throwing you under the bus, Chad. Just... Week 18, we're usually there for the one o'clock games. The one o'clock yeah. week 18 slate is notoriously known as being the worst games of the year because none of them have any impact right. on the schedule or anything else. So, but playoffs not too far mm-hmm. away. Bills playoffs. fans, Patriot fans, yeah. Raiders fans, Raiders. The Raiders. All right, uh, Techies Tuesday in the books. Thank you, thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone. And uh, we'll, guys, just pay attention to our socials. We'll let you know exactly when the next show is going to be, and uh, you'll be able to pick it up on Apple and all those and pears and watermelons. Oh my, like we're everywhere. Well, that guys, peace out, Girl Scout.